Hello, everybody. It's Sarah and Narelle, your hopeless but not truthless Bravo recappers. Please help a couple of hopeless girls out and click that subscribe button. You can also follow us on our TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at Hopeless Not Truthless Pod, and we'll talk to you there. Narelle, have you seen the new diet trend, the lifestyle going around TikTok? Mm, no, I don't think so. Tell me, what is it? Because I'll probably do it. Oh my God. So there's this girl. I forget her name, but everyone will know who I'm talking about. Her new diet trend that she has started involves a sausage of some sort. Okay, you've got me so far. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sausage. We're okay. A whole bunch of raw vegetables, some fruit, and what she dips most of these things in is cottage cheese and mustard. Yeah, you lost me. (laughs) You have to see it, though, because there's something about it. I'm like, I'm very, very intrigued. What kind of diet, like what is she claiming happens? Is this for health or weight loss or? She's lost, I believe, 70 pounds. And holy shit. Yeah, she dips everything in mustard, particularly. Now, hold on. Is this because dipping things in mustard makes you not want to eat them anymore? Is she just (laughs) like, is that why the diet works? Well, you could be onto something. She eats raw Brussels sprouts. Dips oh. those in mustard, raw asparagus. A raw Brussels sprout? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, hearts of palm. I've never had heart- hearts of palm. Have you? Yeah, that is like a low-carb thing. So our our listeners probably don't know this, but I have been keto since before keto was cool. Yep. <laughs> For health reasons, um, yeah. I have had hearts of palm. They make a great noodle. Oh, well, they look very good. I've never had like a raw heart of palm, though, I don't think. It usually comes in noodle form. So She whips those babies out and dips them in mustard. Does she dip her fruit in the mustard as well? No, she does draw the line there. Okay. She did whip out some ricotta the other day for to dip her apple in. And I'm like, okay, I could get on board for that. I can get down with some ricotta. Yeah, so I might try a meal, not the diet, even though I should, but I'm going to try a meal next week and I will report back. Oh my God. Yes, please do it. You might love it. I might. Maybe this is going to be like your new thing. (laughs) Well, her new thing. (laughs) You're definitely going to have to report back. I will. I'm I'm so curious. I'm not a huge mustard fan, so... Uh, But I'll give it a shot for science. For science. It's always for science on this podcast. We're all about science. I actually really want to try this diet now, too, but I'm going to wait for you to do it. (laughs) Because it's keto, too, right? Well, it is. It's low carb, I suppose. Yeah. I actually have never looked at cottage cheese, but I'm assuming that's low carb. I don't really know. I think it is. I mean, it's very high protein. Okay. Could be. So we don't have our unpopular Bravo opinion this week because there's just too many popular Bravo opinions. But I thought, Narelle, we could do like a a version of Bang, Mary Kill, but we're going to call it Bang, Mary Extinguish. Love it. Absolutely love it. You told me about this this morning, so I've actually prepared (laughs) some good ones. I'm very curious. I don't know. I hope they're not. I hope you're not going to struggle too hard. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, please. Okay. All right. So now, in honor of what's kind of been going on in the news, which we are going to get to some news items after this, we decided that we're going to center our bang, Mary kill, or sorry, bang, Mary extinguishes on the Housewives of Beverly Hills. This is our. Beverly Hills edition, if you will. (laughs) Love it. The three men I have for you to choose from, Sarah, Tom Girardi. I feel like that's an obvious one. Kelsey Grammer. Oh, God. (laughs) Or David Foster. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I put a lot of thought into making these (gasps) very, very difficult (laughs) for 
<laughs> Who are you going to bang? Who are you going to bang? I've given you some, some great options here. Okay, I'm banging Kelsey Grammer. Frazier. So then who are you going to marry? David. For real? I have to. Out of these three goons? Wow, that's interesting. I think I would have, I think I would have married, oh my god, I don't even know. <laughs> and I'm defo killing Girardi. I think I would have married Girardi, honestly. Hey, that's actually very smart and strategic. He's not long for this world, like. Damn. Okay, I missed the boat on that one. And then I would have banged Fraser, just for the shits and giggles. Sure. To be able to say, you know, I went to bed with Fraser, and then I would kill that <laughs> motherfucker, David Foster. <laughs> you would kill him? I hate him. I hate all of them. I know. I was really mean. That was, wow. Okay. You dug into the depths of yep. awful there. Thank you, Narelle. Okay. You gave me a challenge, and I accepted. Yes, yes. You took it very seriously. I appreciate that. I have uh, much easier choices for you okay 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 so mauricio harry hamlin and denise's husband aaron whatever his last name is god okay all right that's interesting i almost put him in there too (laughs) bang marry kill mauricio who's the other one harry hamlin and harry hamlin aaron so right off the bat i feel like they're all cheaters so They're all just as bad as each other. I would probably, uh, probably marry Maurizio, kill Aaron, bang Harry Hamlin. Okay. Yeah. That's exactly what I chose too. Right? Yeah. Even though it's, you know, it's looking as if Maurizio's quite a little philanderer. Is that, is that the word? But he's so charming. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like he'd be a good father to our children that we have yeah he is nice harry hamlin there's a lot of mystery and intrigue there but um good for a bang does make really good pasta sauce so (laughs) that would have been good in a husband as well but and he's in canada all the time so oh okay well i didn't know i have to live in canada to fulfill this (laughs) fantasy i imagine moving to la well, for a hookup, he could just, you know, it's oh, convenient. Yeah. That is true. Hey, did you know, I didn't know this, but the agency, like Maurizio's agency, mm-hmm. has an office in Vancouver, North Van. What? Yeah, North Van. You are kidding me. Mm-mm. I did not know that. I have read that it's a bit, and okay, this is just all alleged people. It's alleged, alleged, alleged. That it's a well-kept secret that uh, he might be um, dilly-dallying with the North Vancouverites. You are kidding me. I'm sure that's just nothing, Mm. but I did read that somewhere. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. We do have a lot of news to talk about with uh, Kyle and Maurizio. I'm sure most people already know about this, but I wanted to say maybe in honor of Kyle and her new friend hobby, her new hobby, potential hobby. <laughs> Let's do a woman edition of Bang Mary Extinguish. Yes. I have some ladies ready for you to go to oh, choose okay. from. And again, I have not gone easy on you, Sarah. Oh, Lord. Okay. Sorry, I can't help myself. <laughs> All right. Your first, your first choice, Brandy Glanville. Mm-hmm. Diana Jenkins. Oh, okay. Or Carlton from season four. Oh, oh. (laughs) Who are you going to bang? Can you say those again, please? Brandy Glanville, Diana Jenkins, Carlton from season four. Ugh. (laughs) I hate all of this. I know. Okay, well, I'm killing Diana. I don't care how rich she is. No, I love it. I'm right there with you. Yeah. No, you got to go. That little tongue thing she does could never. (laughs) No, Diana, you're extinguished. I'm going to bang Carlton and I'm going to marry Brandy. (laughs) That is quite the life you're setting yourself up for. But (laughs) to be honest, I probably would have gone the same way. (laughs) Oh, thank God. 
Yeah. Okay, again, I have a lot easier choices for Unirel. Maybe not. Maybe. Wow, wow. So um, I'm obviously, I obviously picked Kyle Richards. Okay, quite on topic. Yeah, on topic, on topic. And I also chose Brandy and Denise. Oh, oh, okay. Who do I want to marry? I, oh, this is hard for me because I want to marry two of them. Oh. I mean, I feel like Kyle would be a good wife. Mm-hmm. She's loyal. I mean, unless she were to go straight again in the future, but <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'll marry Kyle. And even though I have a soft spot for Brandy, I'm probably going to kill her. Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> then I'm going to bang Denise because she's Denise Richards. Come on. <laughs> I like it. I think those are probably pretty good choices. I, I know I was kind of torn between Brandy and Denise, too. Yeah, right? That was mm-hmm. a good one, actually. That was a real thinker. Usually, I know <laughs> right away, and you stumped me. Okay, guys, that kind of brings us into our first news item for this week. And obviously, that's going to be Kyle and Maurizio and their... what? Okay, so people released an article stating that Kyle and Maurizio had separated. Kyle has since posted on her social media that they are not divorced just struggling now notice the difference in wording here separation versus divorce i kind of think they really are separated and they're just leaning into this whole we're not divorced thing and then later on down the line i think they're gonna call it they're gonna get divorced i think so on top of this there's been a lot of speculation about kyle's friend country singer morgan wade who has kind of recently i think within the past year or so become a very close friend of Kyle. A lot of people are wondering if there might actually be a little bit more to the friendship happening between them. I know you and I are wondering. I'm curious to think or to see how much of this we're honestly going to see portrayed in the next season of Beverly Hills. I know they've wrapped filming. I also know that there have been quotes by Kyle and Maurizio about how the ladies are coming for their marriage this season. Yeah. So I don't know how much of an honest storyline we're going to get out of this because Kyle, she loves to be in the middle of everybody's drama, everybody's conflict. She centers herself in it, but she hates being the one who's actually on blast. And the the person who's the drama is about, Kyle avoids that. Mm-hmm. Do you remember how much Kyle went after Denise for hooking up with Brandy? My God. Absolutely. And if she is with Morgan and she's not completely upfront and honest about it, that's going to be very interesting because it's highly hypocritical. Very, very much so. I did hear one theory that kind of stuck out to me. Kyle's sober and Morgan is sober. And people are starting to speculate maybe... Morgan is like Kyle's sponsor, but I'm kind of wondering, did Kyle get sober because of her? I need timelines. Well, I did see a timeline about that. Kyle became sober after she met Morgan. Oh, okay. However, Uh that doesn't necessarily mean like maybe Morgan as a sober person showed her what life could be like as a sober person and how much better it is and Mm -hmm. inspired Kyle to go down that road. Mm -hmm. However, yeah, it does kind of seem like what you might do to support a sober partner. Yeah, I I just want Kyle to be happy. I want Mauricio to be happy. I like them as a couple like that. I mean, years, years and years they've been together. But hey, Sometimes things change. Sometimes they change for the better. If Kyle is happy, I hope that she is open enough to live out loud and just show everybody the truth. But I don't know if she's got that in her. We'll see. It also seems like maybe it could be like a marketing publicity ploy because now everybody's gonna be like oh my god can't wait to watch beverly hills and how interesting that this is coming on the heels of scandal with lisa yes. vanderpump i don't know if like how happy kyle would have been for lisa that her 
Vanderpump rules has been kicked off as being like, you know, high ratings again. Could this be something that Kyle's just trying to whoop, get back in the our minds? Oh, shit. But I mean, this storyline of Mauricio cheating or issues with their marriage, it's been around for a while. Yeah. Like since the beginning of the show, basically. Yeah. So where there's smoke, maybe there's fire, but... Maybe Kyle's just been playing the long game. Yeah, like yeah, now waiting for her moment for revenge <laughs> yeah. on Lisa. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Lisa, the next news item is that her restaurant pump is officially done. It's been torn apart, and this is all because the increasing rent prices pushed them to close. I think it's probably why she's now focusing on her Vanderpump à Paris in Vegas. And her new kind of show venture that she's going to... I think she might be moving, honestly. Like, Oh. Do you know what I mean? She's shutting down Pump. I think the future for Lisa is in Vegas. That sounds terrible to me, to be honest. <laughs> to live in Vegas? Oh, boy. That seems to be where aging, like, pop stars go. Not that Lisa is a pop star, but, mm-hmm. like, aging people, aging women go to Vegas. And they get shows in Vegas. And she's got a restaurant in Vegas. Wow. Well, good for Lisa. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And then the last news item that I have is also about VPR. I read that reportedly they are looking to bring on new cast members. I read that. Did you? Yeah. It looks like everybody except for Raquel has signed on now for this season. And I did read that Bravo is in talks with Raquel to get her to sign on so at least she's alive nobody has heard anything from her but bravo has found her so that's good and i read that katie and lala have been looking in their extended friend group for people that they think might be good on the cast oh boy i'm very curious to see a lala friend that would be interesting right i kind of feel like she doesn't have too many friends i don't know why yeah i feel that way yeah i feel the same i know it's kind of weird um she invested so much in randall that maybe kind of yeah she's always with her mom yeah or like the woman she does her podcast with who i think is her i want to say that's her assistant but i don't remember i could be saying that wrong don't listen but i i think you're on to something there I do hope, though, that it is one of their actual friends. I don't yes. want another, what was it, season eight or season nine when they brought on those newbies for a season. I don't want another season like that. The thing with VPR that makes it work so well is that they know each other. Yeah. And they're all friends with each other. So I hope they bring Joe on. Oh, my God. Yes. That would be good <laughs> TV. Seriously. I would watch that. I would watch that. I have a feeling Raquel may pop in for like a couple episodes and then she she won't commit to the whole season. I don't think she will. Yeah, I do wonder. I feel like if they don't get her on pretty quick, it's going to be hard to write her in. Yeah. Because she's not going to be a part of any of the storylines. Then all of a sudden just, woo, hi, everybody. I'm back. And like she shows up at Sir in the alley. I don't know. That's weird. <laughs> Hiding behind uh, Schwartz. The propane tanks. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Schwartz propane tank kind of synonymous. Oh, it'll definitely be a scene with Schwartz, I'm sure. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I'm very excited for that season because we need a little more resolution, you know? Mm-hmm. I think we're owed it. Yeah. Well, there was no Atlanta this week. So. Yeah. Happy Happy America Day and Canada Day. July 4th, I mean. Yeah. Woo. I was very surprised when you're like, oh my God, Narelle, there's no Atlanta. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was just really getting into it too. I'm like, oh, for the love of Pete. Same. America's birthday. At least we got OC though. And I have to say, I mean, if I had to choose between the two, Atlanta or OC, I know where I'm going. <laughs> I'm happy to have OC. This is Yay. like such a fun season to watch this is exactly i know norelle and i were talking about this before uh, the season started and norelle has never really watched oc so i said honestly it's like 
old housewives. It's just fun. There's drama, but they get over it. I don't know. I I love OC. It's like lighthearted drama. It's the kind of drama, like, so petty. So just like, I mean, they're fighting over IMDB and none of them (laughs) can pronounce IMDB. Like, it's perfect. The perfect kind of show to sit down and watch and like you laugh. You're not uncomfortable. I'm just sick of watching shows that make me feel uncomfortable. Totally. The only person who made me a little uncomfortable this uh, episode was Gina, to be honest. Gina is annoying the crap out of me. I'll be straight up. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> me too, girl. I, oh, it's, it's too much all right well i think we should get into it because i got a lot to say okay perfect okay so we are covering campfire confessions season 17 episode 5 we open up the episode and taylor is very obviously pissed that Tamara threw her under the bus and she kind of gets revenge by telling Heather, I love the cattiness. She's like, well, you're the one that said Heather hasn't done any work since the 1900s. And we flash back to confirm that indeed Tamara served that shade. Dear old Gina takes the opportunity to jump in and highlight that highlight that Tamara has thrown some shots. And it was like so off the cuff and weird. Heather walks away And Tamara follows her to the bathroom and then straight up lies to Heather's face. Narelle, I was just like, oh, here we go. This is the Tamara I love to hate. She then says Taylor is the one who pulled up her IMDB. And Heather, kind of knowing Tamara, says, you know, she asks her, were you rude about me when you guys had dinner and when you were looking at my IMDB? Tamara says, no. I thought it was very impressive. And she was so adamant. She wasn't dismissive or shady at all. And we all know that is such bullshit. Why do they do this? Why? And she's not the only one, but I seem to, like, I can see she's the queen of it. They all do this. (laughs) As if it's a good idea to lie about something that you said on camera. I guess maybe it's preferable to deal with it later like during the reunion or whatever like because sometimes it gets missed sometimes it doesn't get brought up you get away with it I guess but like flashbacks are a thing flashbacks in this (laughs) show catch up every single housewife and you can see it on Tamara's face that instant where she decides to lie she's like no you're so right Narelle it it always comes back to bite them in the butt and I can't wait to see the fallout of that So the ladies all head to bed, but Tamara, Shannon, and Heather are having a drunk gummy bear fight, which was interesting. And Shannon and Tamara end up kissing. And then Shannon sticks her tongue in Tamara's mouth. Oh my God. So then they start drunk wrestling and Heather is busy cleaning up residual gummy bears. It's all very chaotic. Okay, now did you notice that Tamara was kind of whipping those gummy bears at Shannon she was like I love you but then she's like pelting her as hard as she can with gummy bears it didn't seem that playful to me it seemed a little bit tense in those moments or it seemed at least like the chaotic kind of drunken playfulness where it can turn in an instant like if someone says the wrong thing and it gets nasty but it didn't and I do feel like I got a peek of that what probably was their old friendship like i feel like that is probably old tamra and shannon if i had to guess very much very much yep also pleasantly surprised to see little miss fancy pants down on her hands and knees and she's cleaning (laughs) up so the staff don't have to nothing annoys me more in these kinds of episodes like especially when they go away and they make giant messes because i'm like who the fuck's gonna clean up after you Out of all of them, I did not expect to see Heather getting down there on the floor. Oh my god, such a good point. I I really kind of loved Heather this episode. I loved her. Yeah, I I kind of did as well. (laughs) Am I allowed to say that? (laughs) I know, and I I have made it very clear. Like I am not a Heather fan, but I don't know. I think they're all such 
kind of assholes that Heather, despite her fancy pants ways, is like a breath of fresh air. I think you're absolutely right. And I just wanted to note one of our listeners, a friend of the podcast, pointed out to me during the week that Old Button Eyes, which is what we were calling her in the last episode, <laughs> is actually in reference to a movie called, oh, fuck, I forget what it's called. Coraline? Coraline, yes, Coraline. Um, and at first when she told me this, I was like, oh, Probably just a coincidence. And then I looked up a goddamn picture of Coraline. Carbon copy of Heather. Like, that is absolutely where Button Eyes comes from. Oh, my God. I know. Like, there's something about Heather. I find her so gorgeous, so stunning. But there's something kind of robotic about her. And I think it's the Button Eyes, you know? It's the Button Eyes. It's the, like scarf around the neck it's the just a little bit too well put together a little bit too perfect like she doesn't sweat she doesn't (laughs) she doesn't go to the bathroom she doesn't do any of those things no it's very true she is so perfect so taylor jen and gina discuss tamara's actions they're over in the bunkhouse they're chatting And Taylor knows that Tamara has thrown her under the bus and she is pissed. Like the minute Tamara followed Heather to the bathroom, Taylor knew Tamara was talking smack about her, which flashbacks prove yet again, Tamara did indeed talk smack about Taylor. So Shannon, Heather and Tamara are over doing shots and taking shots at Jen saying, you know, Jen was very pro-Taylor, but Tamara justifies that by saying that's because she's super insecure. So then Tamara reveals to Heather and Shannon, Ryan cheated on Jen with a friend of mine, and Ryan is known as the town whore. Tamara also drops a bomb, and it's something she has kept quiet, and that is the fact that Ryan made a comment to one of Tamara's friends the first time Ryan walked into her gym, Cut Fitness, and he saw Tamara. He looked over to Tamara's friend and said, I am going to fuck that woman. And he was very adamant that was like his goal. Oh my God. So the first time that this was brought up in the episode, when she said, fuck her, I thought Tamara was referencing jen that he saw jen and was like i'm going to fuck her and i'm like Uh whoa i guess he knew and he put it into action that makes sense when she brought it up later in the episode i realized it was about tamra and i was like oh my god i I had to watch it twice because i was like what is going on here i friggin hate the way that tamra is serving up jen's life like this to everyone though yeah like for no real reason other than to gossip, mainly because I was under the impression that Jen was Tamara's good friend. I don't know where I got that from because now I'm thinking there's just a lot of <laughs> anger and resentment there instead. Why, though? Like, why do you think Tamara seems to resent Jen's and Ryan's relationship? Is it just that she hates Ryan so much, which is kind of fair because he does seem like a jackass so far from what we know of him. But if she really never told Jen what he was heard saying until now, that just makes me feel as if it's a storyline. Like this was a plan. This is where Tamara is so good at her job because she knew this would be some very, very juicy tea. And it now also involves her So she has spun Jen's storyline and made it about herself and it's going to carry through. I know it. It's going to carry through the like next episode. We saw a flashback. Ryan is heated. He is pissed. Oh, I don't know. Tamara is, I I don't want to say Tamara is a good friend, but I think there's a difference for her. It's like you're a coworker friend or you're actually my real friend. And mm. she treats those coworkers kind of disposable. Right. I don't know. I think I think you're right. And I think Tamara does successfully what Gina tries to do. Oh, yes. Involve herself in other people's story. Like, hide within other people's storylines. 
Mm-hmm. But with Tamara, it's like she becomes a part of it, whereas Gina is just like, I'm going to stir it up. And I'm just going to, like, force my way in here when I've yeah. got nothing to do. That's so annoying when she does it. But when Tamara does it, it's like an expert. That's why she is very entertaining. E- like, even if you hate her, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. She creates a lot of drama and a lot of storyline. And it seems way more authentic, like, say, than Gina or Marlo or yeah. something along those lines. Like, you're, like, interested in this because it is fascinating. The only real thing that I hated this episode was Bravo showing Tamara's son Ryan again and honestly like bye you fucking homophobic transphobic bitch get out of here like it does kind of taint this trip for me a little bit because it's inspired by this little gremlin but anyway for real why is this piece of shit being given any airtime it's repulsive shame on bravo really for giving him a platform at all not that he has a platform but i don't want to see him at all at all like get the fuck out of here all it does is remind me that that's tamra's son and then i start to think about tamra as this child's mother you raised that like yep no go away not a fan not a fan and I I really do wish that Tamara would address it because it's like bubbling up on Twitter. She needs to say something. She really needs to say something. But has has she never addressed it? No. Ever? Mm. No. Wow. And she addresses everything. (laughs) Oh, so the not addressing it is kind (laughs) of suspicious. Yes. It's the next day and Heather, Jen, and Gina... They are riding horses, and Gina's horse hates her as much as Norelle and I do, and tries to buck her off the TV. (laughs) So that's, thank you. Thank you for the attempt. And the other ladies are riding tractors. So we see some other ranch activities like scooping shit and lassoing. How do I say that? Lassoing. Lassoing? Is that right? Or no. (laughs) Lassoing. I think it's lassoing. (laughs) I think I prefer lassoing, though. I do, too. <laughs> lassoing. Lassoing. Pretend bulls. Heather, she wants a Chanel shovel, and I'm very glad that she took the time to remind us of how rich she is. Oh, yes. Thank God for this, because I was actually starting to relate to <laughs> and like Heather, so I'm appreciative of the reminder. Tamara and Shannon discuss the bomb Tamara drunkenly revealed about Ryan telling her friend about wanting to fuck Tamara. And like, you can see in Shannon's eyes, like she is 100% going to push Tamara to tell Jen. Oh, 100%. Gina is over kind of trying to, you know, make herself relevant again and pushing Heather to be annoyed with Tamara as they're shoveling shit. She she really wants this to be her new storyline. And she's she's working hard. I'll give her that. If she plays her cards right, she might actually be able to ride multiple people's coattails this season. (laughs) Gina, Jen, and Heather have lunch after their hard day of work. This is where I started, like, my blood was boiling with Gina. She starts to tell Jen, like, I don't like your infidelity. I also don't like the inconsistencies in your story. So Jen was pretty taken aback she wasn't aware of inconsistencies and gina and heather as well both tell jen that tamara has implied jen has a quote strange relationship with the truth heather sees the other ladies arrive and runs out and tells tamara oh gina and jen are having a deep conversation in there about infidelity and tamara refused to go in the restaurant because she just wants to have fun after she stirred up all this shit, she's like, oh, hell no. Oh, Tamara. So I really liked Jen in the scene. I thought the way she opened up, she got vulnerable. Like she's taking Gina's shit a lot better than I think most people would. She's listening to her. She's responding in such an honest way. She owned her shit. She knows her actions weren't good. She acknowledged it. She has remorse. She is everything Tom Sandoval should have been. Yes. That's exactly right. I could not agree more. So far, she's coming across as an absolute, real, genuine person. And I love it. It's refreshing. I mean, she's got terrible taste in men, but she's genuine. 
she handled Gina perfectly by being honest and vulnerable. And I have to ask this of you. So the way that Gina is like centering herself and making Jen's infidelity like such a trigger for her and it just it triggers this emotion in her and you know what if somebody came onto the show and their trigger was DUIs good point and they were going off about you know oh my gosh it's just triggering me like it is so inappropriate the way that she's just parading somebody else's like issues like this yeah. it does not make for good viewing of a housewife like Gina needs to get her shit together I yeah. don't know why she's been on the show for this long she should be a friend of at this point she should you know what last week we saw Emily on her own loved Emily this week we see Gina on her own and we're like bye can you please go yeah. away you are the black cloud in this group. You are the fast forward. Yeah. Yes. You are the bathroom break, babe. Like, yeah. you suck. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why she's so fixated, but that's such a good point, Narelle. Like, could you imagine if Marlo came on the show and she had an incident with like a DUI in her past and she's like, she would do the same. She would Gina Gina put those two on an ultimate girls trip. I want to see someone Gina Gina so yeah. bad. <laughs> she deserves it. She's the worst. And it only gets worse later. And I'm so excited to talk about that part because I just want to rip her to shreds. Same. Shannon and Tamara finally have a chat, like a genuine chat. Shannon tells Tamara, you know, I'm proceeding with caution, Tamara, in our friendship. But she got very sentimental and says, you know, all of my best memories are with you. And Tamara also gets very emotional and says, you know, I just don't want to go backwards with you, Shannon. And this is where Tamara apologizes for her shitty behavior. And she even said, I take total fault for all of it. We're going to the press. Shannon finally also apologizes for her part and says she should have been there for Tamara. This was the apology. This is what needed to happen in the previous episodes. I don't know if Shannon would have ever owned up to her part in it had Tamara not genuinely taken all of the blame herself to begin with. That almost opened up an opportunity for Shannon to then be the bigger person and be like, love that you said that, but I'm not going to let you do that. Like, I have my own part as well. And I maybe I'm being naive, but I did believe that they were both being genuine in this moment. I believed the apology. I don't know if it'll stick, but I believed it. I did too. For real, I did. And I think it was a very nice moment between two real friends and they let the fame kind of get in between that, the show in between that, and ego in between that. So yeah. hopefully they can move forward because they are great together. <laughs> they are. Oh, I did love that Tamara took them tenting and also forced them to kind of cook their own food, kind of. Like Tamara is a real outdoorsy gal. She does all this shit on the weekends herself, like with Eddie. So for her, this is just like, whatever. But, oh, you can see the panic in their eyes as they roll up and they see these giant tents. And Heather's face when one of the uh, the co- or the or uh, employees there told her to stuff a fish with lemon. I loved it. Like, <laughs> Heather is down for everything except stuffing fish. Like, I would absolutely vacation with Heather, especially if she paid. <laughs> especially if she paid. My God, the terror on their faces. I think it was very smart for Tamara not to tell anybody what they were doing beforehand. Like, pack your long johns, pack your estrogen cream. We're going. <laughs> we are going somewhere special. If had she told them, like, we're going to go stay in a tent in the middle of the woods, like, I don't think they would have been quite so willing. Heather is down for everything appropriate to a level, yeah. to a certain yeah. point. Heather's very down. I would probably go camping with everybody except for <laughs> Gina. <laughs> I'm really getting my hate on. I can't help it. I honestly despised her in this episode. Yeah. So this is kind of where we get into it. Uh, you can tell the ladies like have don't care about eating. They're letting all their food burn over the fire. And those poor buffaloes. 
It sounded so good. I want that fish. Tamara asked Taylor if Gina has said, like, did Gina say you and I were making fun of Heather when we had lunch or dinner? Heather kind of overhears that and she confirms that Gina has been implying like, yeah, Tamara, she's been saying like, you've kind of been doing me dirty here. And then Gina like justifies it when Tamara calls her out. She's like, well, when I heard that 1900s comment was made by you, like, that's when I started putting the pieces together, Tamara, like that you were making fun of Heather's career. Heather kind of shuts Gina down at this point, which surprised me because here Gina is like defending Heather, but she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I absolutely believe it's because Heather can feel Gina's MO, like the rest of us. Gina's MO is to come for Tamara this season. But then Jen (laughs) comes to Gina's defense. Like side note though, Neral, those employees, like they were the highlight of this episode for me. I loved them. They're like, we need the wine. This is a shit show. (laughs) What's going on? Why was I imagining them as you and I? Like we would have been like barbecuing this delicious dinner and like we would have spent all day like setting up the tents and all this and like really being so excited like the housewives are coming we're gonna make it perfect and then when it all just went to shit sitting down at the fire and staring at all of them and being like where's the fucking wine <laughs> yes this would happen to us absolutely it would oh god so Tamara accuses gina of trying to stab her in the back But Jen turns it around. She's like, fuck Gina. She's even like, fuck Gina. Let's bring it back to how you, Tamara, are talking shit about my relationship and my man. And Tamara then reveals the big bombshell to Jen and everyone else, including those two girls. That Ryan said he wanted to fuck Tamara. And her friend told her this. And Tamara also then drops another bombshell that Will, Jen's ex, showed up to a parking lot and caught Jen and Ryan fucking. Jen right away explains that is not true. At that point, I hadn't even held Ryan's hand. And I told Will that night after he he found us that it was over. And then the whole catching them in the car thing was just never brought up again. That suggests to me either Tamara didn't want to push her luck with Jen and so she let it drop or this was just a rumor she had heard and she wanted to see Jen's reaction. But I want to hear more about Will catching them in the car. I think maybe it's going to come out later in the season that they were physical before. Like Tamara really seems to be nailing Jen to that cross right now. Honestly, I mean, how could you have such a huge emotional affair and see each other every day without even holding hands. Come on. Come on. I don't really buy that. (laughs) A long distance emotional affair, maybe where it's like over the phone. For sure. Yes. You only see this person like once every couple months. Maybe there's gotta be some barrier there to keep you apart. Keep your parts apart. You're in a parked car alone. You're in a sauna alone. Like, oh, I don't know. But maybe that's a turn on. Who knows? Up to a point. You're playing with fire. You are playing with fire. Yeah, especially for the town whore. Yeah. This discussion of how Will caught, you know, Jen and Ryan in a car is a prime opportunity for Gina to then turn it into all about herself again. Like, at this point, I screamed at my television. Like, this woman is crying. I I just screamed, like, get some therapy, Gina. Stop it. Heather did back Gina. She said, you know what? I'm I'm with Gina on this one. There shouldn't, you guys shouldn't have even been in the car alone. But it, I don't know. I think Heather was just trying to be a good friend to Gina because she could tell she was genuinely upset. So Heather follows Gina to a tractor where she is crying and attempting to FaceTime Travis. I thought Heather was so lovely and such a good friend in this moment. She gave Gina some really valuable advice, in my opinion. Even though I'm like, Heather, just let her call Travis whenever she wants. I mean, yes. But I also love that Heather gave her a dose of harsh reality. And I think Gina needed it. And this is why I think Heather is a good mom. Like, this was real valuable advice. And I think Heather's right. 
like probably in that moment when you're having such a big emotional response to something that has really affected you with your uh, man in the past, not a great time to FaceTime him and, you know, you're crying, you're very emotionally, like there's a lot of upheaval, like things are, things are happening. Talk to him about it tomorrow. And like you said, I do think she needs therapy if she's still having this much of like, she's unable to partake in a conversation that doesn't even involve her without flipping out and running away. You need to sit with that and explore it a little bit. Mm -hmm. She needs to work on this. This is something that she needs to work on. So she definitely does need to be able to talk to Travis about it. But Heather's right. Not, not tonight. You can't. You're going to ruin your relationship. You're miles and miles away. How is Travis going to feel? You know, when you call him crying, like, that's just so unfair and selfish, honestly. Yeah. Oh, Gina, I don't understand it. It's true. Like, this happened, what, three, four years ago? According to Gina, her and her ex have really worked well together, co-parenting. I get it will always be a trigger. It's always going to be upsetting, but stop it. If you have this much of an emotional response to your ex, that's just not ever going to feel great to your current partner. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. I I almost got the sense like her and Travis are having issues. Did you get that vibe? Kind of. Or there's some kind of insecurity there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Gina's cheating herself. Fuck. Maybe. Maybe she's having an emotional affair. Yeah. They always say in a relationship, like if you're with somebody and that person, you know, out of the blue starts coming after you and not trusting you for, you know, let me see your phone. Let me go through your stuff. It's usually them. I wonder what will happen this season. Maybe this is like what Tamara was talking about. Best season ever. Maybe. So we finish off this episode with Tamara and Jen having a little heart to heart, kind of. And Tamara's drunk and says, you know, the bottom line is, I just don't want Ryan to cheat on you. Well, duh. Like, (laughs) thank you, Tamara. But you're not helping the situation here. So, you know, just when I think Tamara is actually starting to feel bad, she then mentioned something about dick pics that Ryan allegedly sent to the same friend, Heather. Jen shut it down. She knew all about it. So it was a mistake, apparently. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how one mistakenly does that. I don't see this ending well for Jen. I'm looking into the future and I'm I'm feeling embarrassment for Jen having to look back at how she defended accidental dick pics like i'm just i don't know i think the dick has got to be pretty good for her to go to bat this hard for him and for so much of his questionable behavior yeah and so soon into the relationship what did she say it's been like two years or a year or something yeah two years i think they've been together two years but i mean come on there's a lot of red flags here that's too soon to be like pouring everything into your relationship and blindly defending him yeah and i i do think that's where tamra is trying to i i feel like she's probably trying to get jen to say like come on look look at all these red flags admit it you know yeah and jen just won't i wonder why hmm. i don't know i hope we get i hope we get to find out why me too like i don't think he's that great he's- not even that good looking. No, like I hate to say that, but I'm like, I, you're nothing special. You're just another like bro dude. Whenever something like this, like some kind of situation like this happens, I always do look at the guy and wonder like, what is it about this man Yeah, that is making women give up everything for him? I mean, you could say that about all of my exes as well, <laughs> probably. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, that's fair. There's one that I'm like, okay, I get it. But the others, yeah. Um, they're all, if, if any of them listen to this podcast, they're all going to think that they're the one you're referencing. No, the one that I, he'll know. He will know. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably the only one that would listen to this. Yeah. 
you know, I think maybe part of the allure for Jen is, you know, Ryan is the town whore and, yeah, you know, such a hot commodity and he chose her. Yeah, like she tamed him. Yeah. Nah. I think that's kind of a thing for a lot of women and oh, men, yeah. maybe, to be like, oh, yeah, I was the one who got them to stop. Mm-hmm. Doesn't no. usually work out. Yeah. <laughs> A leper never changes its spots, Norel. Yeah, how you get them is how you lose them. Oh God, I can never say that term now. Since I know, Ariana. I know, oh. I know. Oh, what a good episode that was! I loved it. I'm so excited for next week. I want to know too. if they actually stayed overnight in those tents. <laughs> I know. I'm sure they did, right? Mm, well, maybe some of them. <laughs> Tamara wakes up alone. So next week we've got. We're going to be back on Atlanta. We'll have another episode of OC. And then I feel like there was something else coming. We have Sonia and Luann go to Crappy Lake, baby. Oh, yes. I'm so excited. Me too. All right. So we have got three shows next week that we're going to be recapping. I'm so, so, so excited. I cannot wait. I think Sonia and Luann's adventures are going to be very relatable to us, Narelle. Oh, I absolutely know they're going to be. I put, like, I saw the previews and like some of the clips that, you know, from the show. And it just reminds me of all the time you and I, Sarah's family used to own a um, recreational property, a recreational property across the border down in the States. I'm not going to say where it is. Uh, we used to go down there all the time as teenagers and it was so much fun, but we would go to like the biggest dive bar like mm. down the street from this like little camping spot and we would just get into the most random trouble. The most. Oh my God. We are, we're Sonia and uh, Luann for sure. I cannot <laughs> wait. Can't wait. This was such a great episode and yeah, I'm so excited for next week. Me too. I'll keep y'all posted how the mustard goes down. Oh, my God. You'll have to do like a TikTok post or something. Like post okay. a picture or the recipe, maybe. <laughs> okay, perfect. But until next time, stay truthful. And not hopeless. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys so much. We hope you have a great week. And we will see you next Friday. Thursday. Thursday. Friday Friday when it gets published, maybe. What day is it today? It's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to publish today. Oh, well, you're just amazing, though. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Bye.